everybody, welcome back to Ampersetti Talks. Thank you if you are joining me today. Um, I'm really excited to say that I've got my good friend Rosie Kennelly here. Hi Rosie. Hello. So Rosie is here just to talk a little bit about um, the environment and zoology and that sort of thing. Um, Rosie, would you like to introduce yourself and tell people a little yeah, bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Rosie. I'm 19 and I'm currently on my little gap year before I go to uni in September where I'm going to be studying zoology um, at Hartbury. I'm very excited. Um, and I also own a little business on, I've got an Etsy shop and it's called Natural World Artistry. Um, I sell some little crystal bits and bobs, um, some little art pieces um, and it's basically, yeah. Um, me. Rosie's Etsy shop is amazing. I will tell you what it is again at the end, just so you can go yeah. check it out. So you'll be able to find it through my Instagram at Ambrosetti underscore art. But if you haven't already checked out Rosie's Etsy shop, it's definitely worth doing, you know. They do paintings, paintings on wood slices, which you can hang up. And they also do crystal earrings, which are super cute and really affordable. But Rosie, you mentioned the fact that you're planning to study zoology. Do you want to explain a little bit about zoology and what it consists of? Um, Roughly, well, obviously nothing too yeah, scientific, no pressure. but like, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> um, zoology is basically the study of animals um, in terms of environment, um, biology, uh, also rehabilitation. Um, so, you know, think about like all the things you need for an animal when they're kept in a zoo. Um, there's that element of it. And then also things like researching their habitat um, and basically gathering research on the like, changes in their habitat. Um, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I personally didn't know much about zoology or animal rehabilitation. Mm. Um, I can rarely say that word. I'm surprised I just said it well there. <laughs> you did say um, <laughs> But um, it was only when I first met Rosie and we just got chatting yeah. about it, that's when I learned a bit more about it because I think it's so important for us to realise the impact that we're having on the planet and on the animals and ecosystems. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, we're, we're all aware of the fact that there are so many animals which are going extinct and it's people like Rosie who help well, will help um, help these animals and help like get them like nurse them back to health to put them in safer yeah. um, safer places and kind of yeah increase Hopefully, the population. Yeah, I would, yeah, that's something I would like to do a lot. Yeah. Um, how long would you say that you have enjoyed and been so interested in the environment and in like animal reha rehabilitation? Yeah. Um, yeah. When did you start becoming um, interested in it? Right from when I was really young, I've always had um, a huge interest in animals. Um, my mum has had a massive influence on that because she's really into the environment. She works in conservation, so she's been kind of re bringing me up in a lot of nature and kind of educating me in like things like insects and stuff, things that people find scary but aren't, and they're important. Um, so yeah, since a very young age, and then as I've grown up, it's become more of yeah a passion for me. So yeah, my whole life, really. That's amazing. Yeah. I think especially because where, um, you know, global warming is mm. getting worse. I mean, as we can see from this summer, the weather has been crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people who are listening to this have been aware of the fact that, you know, it was freezing last week. Now it's gone up to 30 degrees. Yeah. Um, around the world, there were these floods, there were these flat fires. Mm. And I think for us in the UK, we see less of the impacts. You know, our yeah. weather is less... Um, less not necessarily polarised, but less extreme, yeah. you know? Okay, we Very have much. really cold weather than really hot weather, but compared to other countries where they're having insane flooding and yeah. insane wildfires, it's harder for us to realise the impact that we're having on the planet because we see less of the yeah. impact. if you don't see a direct impact, it's easier to kind of think, like, it's not your problem or, like, it's not actually happening, but it very much is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very worrying. Um, 
and yeah, there is a huge pressure to make a change and it's like getting, it's progressively getting worse. That's it. And I mean, I don't know about you, but when I watch the news and I see all these terrifying yeah. like um, stories about like mm. different countries and the weather they're having. And I mean, one about the animals dying and the yeah. fact that that's going to affect the whole ecosystem yeah. if certain animals die out. And secondly, people are dying. People are dying yeah. from this insane weather. It's yeah. dangerous. And we're not built for this insane weather you mm. know hot weather freezing cold weather yeah. not all of us are built for it no. and it's it's causing deaths yeah. and people to be in danger basically yeah. especially elderly people that like they their bodies can't genuinely yeah. handle it yeah exactly exactly and it's so scary to think that you know there was um such it's such a big problem and it's worldwide and yeah. you know it's so um it's hard to accept the fact that as an individual we need to fix the whole world. And yeah. as an individual, we can't fix the whole world, yeah. but you, we sort of want to. I mean, Rosie and I talk about this quite often, yeah. the fact that we want to fix the world instantly, <laughs> yeah. um, but we can't. And I don't know about you, Rosie, mm. but um, I used to... I mean, I, I don't know who's listening to this right now, but if you knew me in college, you know that I was a huge environmentalist. I'd go on tangents and rants all about environmental on the environment and... Um, how important it was and I think I literally just burnt myself out from caring so much and realising the problem is such a on such a large scale that I can't fix it myself and yeah. it literally made me feel burnt out yeah, almost no, and absolutely at the, it's come to the point where even when someone sort of starts talking about the environment I sort of have to switch off just because I yeah. can't quite um, yeah. I don't know handle how big of an mm. impact I mean I don't know if you struggle with burnout or yeah, if you definitely. have yeah. Um, or if you have any tips, because I can imagine there's probably quite a few people <laughs> who are listening to this who are just so done yeah, from listening yeah. about, you know, how messed up the planet is at the minute. Yeah, no, it is it's very difficult to want to make such a huge difference and only you can't do it all as one person. And that's something very difficult to deal with because you're like, I want to change the world. I want to make this big difference and try and save animals and, you know, help the planet become healthy. But as one person, you physically cannot do it all. And emotionally, you can't take on all of that. Um, and yeah, that can be very stressful because you're like, well, nobody cares. Nobody's listening. And it does take a collective to actually make an active difference. Um, but yeah, no, I've experienced burnout from you know many many times of just trying to stress to people the importance and yeah it's it feels like an endless battle and it really is um but I did have to end up taking a step back and being like listen I can only do what I can and try and educate people but if they're not going to listen that isn't for me that's not my responsibility um I can only do my best and do what I can um yeah no I find that amazing and I think that what you said about the fact that you can't you know you can't force people mm. to be interested in this stuff and I find that in college yeah. um if you know me you probably know that I would push my sort of ideas onto people realistically that doesn't help it no, won't it help to you know but creating awareness about how effed up the planet yeah. is um hopefully will make people more concerned and I know that obviously um, small things like recycling, mm -hmm. um, reducing the amount of meat you're eating, small things like that matter. But I know that it's also these big corporations which are mostly re responsible for um, polluting the planet the most and yes. being one of the biggest impacts. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know the exact figures around global warming, but I do know that the meat industry, not to preach about vegetarianism and veganism, 
um, because I know you guys are probably sick of that stuff by now. But um, I know that the meat industry is one of the biggest um, causes of yes. global warming. And yeah. it's depressing to think that not only is eating meat causing suffering to the actual animals that are getting killed, but it's also killing the entire planet, yeah. which is insane. No, absolutely. Um, if you think about how many things like, you know, all the crops that are grown just to feed animals if we took those and used them to feed people instead there would be a massive difference um in even in terms of world hunger it would make a difference um yeah and yeah no you can't it's very difficult because you want to say to people please like bring down your meat consumption but people if you're pushing it people don't listen they're Mm -hmm. less likely to listen if you're pushing it and pushing it um yeah that's it. Mm. Um, I mean, Rosie is vegan. How long have you been vegan for, Rosie? I've been vegan for, I think, two and a half years now. Were you vegetarian before that, or did I you go was. straight? How long were you vegetarian I, for? I started off as pescatarian for about a year. Then after that, I went veggie for about a year and a half, and then I went vegan. That's amazing, so it's a yeah. a gradual thing, yeah. Gradual thing. And yeah. I think that for you guys listening, if any of you are interested in either being pescatarian, being vegetarian, mm. or vegan... It is a gradual thing, you know, no one's saying, stop eating meat instantly, like, hey, put down that burger. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm vegetarian, for those that don't already know, but um, I'm one of the people that I love to taste the meat. Um, (laughs) I know some people are vegetarian and vegan because they don't like it, but I personally do, and it was a big change for me to go vegetarian. I'm hoping to go vegan in the future, but like I said, it's a gradual process, Mm. and by making these small steps as individuals, we we help the world as a as a whole and as yeah. a collective. Yeah. Um. And I know that you know there's being vegan and being vegetarian gets sort sort of backlash. And it's like oh, it's so yeah. much effort. But yeah. um, what's your experiences with being vegan and your you know is it difficult or would you say that you've found it quite manageable? I found it really manageable. Um, I thought it was going to be more difficult than it was. Um, I am lactose intolerant, so it has helped <laughs> my health a lot. No, I felt like even in my body, I've had more energy. I sleep better. Um, I just feel better in general. Um, yeah, um, I didn't. Yeah, I, I like cooking as well. So exploring those new recipes um, with things like meat substitutes and also like a lot more vegetables that was exciting as well mm-hmm. and I also that helped me learn to cook better yeah. yeah I mean that's a little bit of advice for you guys if you are considering I don't want to go too off topic at all about veganism and yeah. vegetarianism um but I thought it would be good to just sort of reflect on it just to just so show that you guys can make these small changes to make um a slight difference yes yeah. Um, um, so talking a little bit about zoology and animal rehabilitation, I think, um, as I mentioned before, I didn't know much about it until, you know, I met Rosie. Um, and I think it's so amazing that there are people like this to make a difference and to help these animals because we are responsible at the end of the day for affecting these animals' lives and affecting their ecosystems, you know? Um, I mean, we all know about the palm oil, you know, um industry i don't know if that's the right sort of term yeah um and the fact that it's affecting orangutans and by again making small differences by looking at the food seeing if it contains palm oil Mm. um and some products purposely don't uh include palm oil for the sake of helping the environment so it's really nice to support companies and businesses that um that specifically don't use palm oil um Yeah. yeah yeah and there's also companies that have um, sustainably sourced palm oil as well so uh, actively even though it's palm oil they are making sure it's sustainably sourced um, if they want to have it in their products mm-hmm. so 
you know, looking at that and seeing that, that's always a good little thing to have a look at. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was only recently that I figured out, well, I learned um, from asking someone what is actually wrong with um, palm oil and why it affects um, the environment. I don't know if you know, but if you do, would you like to tell people a little bit about palm oil? Or I can, should you I? Go ahead. I no, want to hear um, take, yeah. So... For the, I'm just telling you guys just because I only learned this recently. I knew that palm oil was bad, but I didn't know the specific reason was why. Was Literally, it's as simple as the fact that um, palm oil is so, so cheap. It's all about profit these days. Everything, all the, all the things that we produce, we try to make as much profit because, you know, money and greed take over our lives. Um, and because um, palm trees, I think it just works out cheaper just to get oil from palm trees than any other type of oil. That's why olive oil can be so expensive because if you think about how much oil you get from an olive um, compared to other things, um, it's tiny. That's why it's so expensive. But um, orangutans can't live in, you know, live uh, in palm trees, you know, they can't make their homes there. And this is why it's so, like, it's messing up the planet because orangutans are dying out because we're cutting down the trees that they are born to live in and born to, you know, exist yeah. in. And instead, their natural habitat. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I know that um, talking about the environment, vegetarianism, stuff like that, it's all, you know, com- like considered all hippy-dippy rubbish. Mm. But it's not that. It's come to the point yeah. where this it's is everybody's... It's yeah. survival now. Yeah, it, yeah, caring about the environment and that. It's not, it's not kind of hippie stuff. It is genuinely about survival. Um, we're trying to save ourselves as well as... Yeah. like Because we live on this planet. Um, yeah, it, it's nice to think about us keeping the planet healthy because we love the planet and nature is amazing and beautiful and animals are great. But also we are directly affecting ourselves as a human race. Um, yeah, it's not just about like deforestation and animals going extinct and numbers dropping in species, but it is also about us as a, an yeah. actual species. Yeah, And even our kids as uh, like in the future when we have kids. Um, Rosie, what are your concerns later on in life about, you know, global warming and how mm-hmm. it might impact you and... In, like us yeah. and when we get older because obviously we're only young but yeah. what do you think the impacts will be um well with the rate that you know things like global warming are happening now we our generation our age will feel a direct impact um and also our generation's children are going to feel a direct impact and we're going to be have to having to deal with it a lot more than we are now if we don't make a change um we have a very we have a window that is getting very very small to Uh, actively change things now before it gets too late where we actually can't reverse anything um it's very scary to think about that um yeah it can be very stressful um it's uncertain the future is uncertain because of it yeah Yeah. and it's scary because um even the past i'd say five years um i've noticed such a increase in you know the extreme the weather extremes you know um like five years ago I was 15 and obviously we had summer we had winter but it's getting ridiculous this year like even this year's weather it's quite scary and obviously we haven't been that like struck by it because obviously in the United Kingdom weather isn't that extreme but it's the other countries which I'm so aware of and I think Mm -hmm. it's so um, easy just to ignore it but this is going to start impacting us more yeah summers are going to get hotter as we get older we're getting more vulnerable you know when it gets hot in summer mm. it's hard to avoid the heat you know even yeah. if you have a fan even if you have ice on your forehead you know you will still feel the heat you will get ill and you it's dangerous yeah. it's and scary it's lead to droughting yeah, yeah it's impact after impact it has a chain reaction um yeah uh, like recently i've been hearing from a lot of like older people that when they were young the summers were never like this and how warm it is and how much it's changed Mm. and hearing that from 
like elderly people um and you can see kind of like such a a timeline yeah you know from when they were young and they were saying that summers were super bearable or you can go out and play all day it'll be really nice um but now like you it's too much yeah um yeah absolutely um, I find Rosie such an inspiring person um, Rosie is such an amazing artist as Thank well as being you. such a caring person about the planet um, and Rosie does a lot of paintings and drawings of animals is that linked yes. to your you know love for animals because of the planet etc or oh, absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, if I, I find that drawing nature and animals just like fuels my passion for it even more because I'm doing two things that I love. So animals, I love animals so much. And then art, I'm an artist and I absolutely adore art. So bringing those two things together is one of my favourite things. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. And it does help me like keep going with like creating new stuff. I'm always like looking at like, you know, I look through like a book about wildlife and I'm like, oh, that would make a really cool painting. I can use that as a reference. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, things like that. Yeah, no, it's amazing. If you haven't already checked out um, Rosie's Etsy shop, um, it's Natural World Artistry. Uh, you'll be able to find it through my Instagram, as I mentioned before. Rosie, is there anything else you want to say um, just to kind of tell our listeners about, you know, about the planet or about, you know, animals? Or if not, that's okay and we can... We um, can... I think maybe just try and make little conscious differences. So really basic things like just checking if you can recycle your packaging, um, making small switches to things like cruelty-free shampoo, cruelty-free, you know... Mm -hmm. like body wash bars anything like that and also things like bamboo products so toothbrushes mm -hmm. it, just really small differences that actually make a difference does, yeah it does make yeah. a difference it makes a change something that um i just remembered there which rosie said about the recycling this is something that i see so many people do just to quickly put a little pointer in before i end this episode i don't want to make it too long but when you're recycling your plastics please make sure you clean them properly mm -hmm. because a small we recycle so much but only a small percentage of it gets recycled because we don't clean the products properly yeah. if you put in a can and it still has food in it it gets a rinse during the process but it won't get a proper clean yeah. and if the plastics or metals are slightly contaminated with actual food the whole um, yeah. chunk gets thrown away yeah. um so that's the last point i'm gonna just make is yeah. please clean your your plastics mm -hmm. and your tins before you recycle them um otherwise they won't end up getting recycled but thank you so much for joining me yeah. today thank Rosie. you for having me i appreciate it i've had a lovely time i hope you enjoyed the episode everybody it was nice to have a little ramble and i hope you got some inspiration to make a difference so thank you um yeah thank you very much